Hello and welcome to MC Podcast episode 32. Today we are going to be spending most of the time talking about uh, Winter Nursery in Puerto Rico. Um, we've got Cullen Johnson and Kyle Wasberg in studio with us today. Um, so they, I think they have dual residency down there sometimes. <laughs> and, um, and so just going to be talking about the condition of Puerto Rico as they were down, as, as Cullen was down there this winter and, and, uh, and Kyle is fixing the head down there. And so we're just going to jump right in and kind of, uh, kind of talk to that. Cullen, welcome. Yep. Yep. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Kyle, thanks for being here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks. All yeah, right. You're welcome. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, so Cullen. You um you had a very special Christmas this year. I did not? have a special Christmas. Yes. Yeah. In fact, I uh, I think that I texted you. I don't remember if it was Christmas Day or Christmas. I think it was Christmas. I think it was Day. Christmas Day. Yeah. I think it was too. And and um and so uh, you were you were on a plane to Puerto Rico. Uh, actually, on the Christmas Day, I was on my way back. Oh, you were on your uh, way, way back. back. Yes. Okay. Correct. I thought you were just headed down. No, I I actually uh the way kind of Puerto Rico laid out this year with Winter Nursery is we got down there very early. Uh, actually, uh, more uh, sooner than most people had. Okay. I guess felt comfortable because every and that's something we're going to talk about. Obviously, yeah. Is, yeah. is conditions of Puerto Rico, but we got down there very soon. Uh, right after harvest uh, of the nursery, and uh, that kind of, I was trying to play it where we could get in before Christmas, uh, and just with the conditions down there and other things that happened, it hit right at Christmas times for the majority of the work. So, so you went down, you went down to actually breed and pollinate corn. Yes, yeah, right. and uh, I, I sent uh, three different things down there uh, for the nursery. Uh, one was seed increases, okay. uh, so that we can get some more seed back on okay. on inbreds. Uh, second was selections, uh, and that's where the majority of my work uh, kind of went in. I went actually through and cut out plants that I didn't like, uh, and then obviously kept the plants and pollinated the plants that I did. So those were inbred selections, inbred not, selections, not hybrid. correct. Yeah. And then I was making hybrid seed up down there as well. Okay. Things that we had missed last summer uh, in the in the hand crossing block were things we had uh, talked about making uh, after the nursery had been planned. So this is kind of like that. Clean up. Let's let's put them put some things together and and uh, make some new hybrids for for next year. Um, and that was all of about a thousand rows this year. Okay. Uh, last year we had only done about four hundred, and so doubling that we got uh, a, a good amount out, uh, which which took a lot of time to do. Um, but you were down I there for about a week. For well, this time I only stayed for four days because okay. you know Christmas. Uh, I did want to get back and spend some time with family, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, I got down there. Fa- from, family means Maisie. Yeah, yeah Maisie. <laughs> and for those listening at home, Maisie is my dog. Yeah. So, uh, no, but yeah, uh, I, I spent uh, four days down there. Uh, the first day traveling, uh, obviously getting on the island. The next two days making selections, roguing stuff, and, and making pollinations with the summer crew. And then on Christmas Day, I was flying back with a bunch of Puerto Ricos to Miami. So, nice. uh, so yeah, that's how I spent uh, my Christmas this year. Cool. So what? So were you when you got down there? When you got down to Puerto Rico, you know, just the the um, after the hurricane this uh, this or last year, were were the conditions where you thought they were going to be? Were they better? Were they worse? You know how how were things how were things operating down in Puerto Rico? Yeah, this is this is something that everybody is is really talking about down there still, um, and that happened in September, Hurricane Maria, uh, and this was December twenty second when I got down there. Okay, wow, yeah. and uh, that's what about three months, yeah, three and a half about. months, something like that, yep. and 
really, the islands seem to be somewhat back up and running. Uh, they're obviously in the big cities was kind of the focus to begin with, and then uh, they're working more in the rural areas right now. Um, stoplights are out in some locations, which makes traveling with a rental car uh, very dicey at some. At some so driving place. is normal. Driving is normal because <laughs> there are really say, no stoplights <laughs> in rural areas. They're just they're mostly decoration. Yeah. It's like someone who leaves their Christmas lights up all year round. Yeah. So I was gonna say <laughs> driving in Puerto Rico anyway is pretty dicey. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's pretty. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. yeah it's. Yeah. But uh, uh, to get from San Juan to Ponce, where the uh, uh, nursery is at. Uh, you have to travel across the island through the mountains. Um, and through the mountains, probably got hit more than the low-lying areas on either side. Okay. Um, you can definitely see tops of mountains where you used to not be able to because all the vegetation is ripped off. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's just now starting to grow back. It looked like stiffs with little or sticks with little uh, uh, green tufts on the end of them. They were just starting to come back when I got there. Um, but on the south side, they, they're... They're still trying to get power back. Uh, outside of Ponce, about a mile and a half is where the power kind of ends. Uh, and the night air is littered with sounds of generators. And, and that's just something we get kind of used to when we got down there. So, um, but yeah, I would say they're probably about 50% back after okay. three months. Uh, they the, talked with a guy from the Army Corps of Engineers from Oklahoma. He said that uh, they have a contract through March. But they don't expect to f- to get done until May. Okay. Um, that is because and they that's are. The, is that the electrical grid that? They're yeah, yeah. Mainly they're they're on? mainly focused on getting electrical power back up to uh, the mountainous areas. Um, and the 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 tough part about that is they can only do about three telephone poles a day. Really? Uh, because with travel time from where they're staying, getting the telephone poles there, it, obviously up into the mountains to yeah. drive six miles is going to yeah. take you forty five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that, that's where there's some struggle that's getting up in those mountainous areas and even, and they got hit worse. Right. right. So that makes it even more difficult. So, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the state of Puerto Rico. They are, they are, uh, looking forward to, you know, trying to get back and then they're actually, uh, um, very, uh, gracious, I guess, yeah. uh, that, that, that they nice. are where they are and, and they're getting back and, um, and they they have the the simple things, shelter, family, food, that, all the things that they really need to survive. And uh, one of the things that the farm manager was telling me about when I got there is that he, uh, he said that he couldn't call family for four days. Wow! And even s- across the island, where his yeah. mom lived in the northwest corner and he lives in the south central corner, he couldn't he couldn't even talk to his mom for four days to t- just say, "Hey, we're okay." We're okay. So, uh, or to check to see if they were, okay. yeah, or they're okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of the kind of the, the humbling parts of coming down there, uh, is thinking, okay, what would happen if I was in this situation? Obviously, um, credit cards and all that are back up and running, which is good, uh, because that Island is almost ran solely off of credit cards. There's not a lot okay. of money, but right after the hurricane, you needed that cash on hand to go buy goods, water, food, everything you need. Yeah, because you couldn't, because there was no way to run a credit card. Exactly, uh, and uh, they got that up fairly quick uh, soon after. So uh, I'd say, yeah, like I said, about 50% back from where it, where it was. They still got a long road to go, uh, obviously, but uh, uh, working hard. Uh, some of the things, uh, I guess, the the news doesn't talk about as much is the, the progress that has been made. Okay. Uh, but uh, I would say uh, they're they're definitely on their way back. Are they? Are they? I mean, they pretty 
like are, how how are the spirits of the people down there? Are they are they good? Are they up? Are yeah, they, they're yeah. they're fairly up. And obviously, I was there during Christmas time, right? So yeah. the, the spirits were definitely up because they could spend time with family and and all that. But uh, I would say definitely more up than I would have thought uh, yep. if. if something like this happened to me, I feel like I would have been down for a while, right? Right. right. Felt really uh, uh, devastated by what would happen. But uh, yeah, their their spirits are definitely up. They're they're ready to get back up and rolling on on a lot of things and a lot of places are. They're 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 getting back to their day jobs and, and working yeah. and making money and, and doing everything they need to do to, so to survive. Being able to go out to eat wasn't a problem. It wasn't an issue. No, there uh, there was a few restaurants that were closed uh, and those were more of shorelined areas okay. uh, that, that I had been to, but uh, I'd say 90% of the restaurants are back. All Most of the hotels are back. A lot of the hotels are full of FEMA people and yeah. Army Corps of Engineers and whatnot, but, uh, you know, it's 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 almost back to normal business-wise. Uh, again, there's a lot that still needs to be done power-wise, uh, so they don't, they're not spending so much on diesel fuel for right. generators and, and all that. But. How about, like, the... Other, other than the power, the other um, I wouldn't necessarily infrastructure, but like, like the other structures, like like ha- water, like well, water, but housing. I mean, were the houses tore up, or were people still repairing a lot on their houses? I mean, on- it's it seemed that if it got hit and and it had any type of real substantial destruction, it was pretty much left uh, and 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 discarded essentially. Okay. Um, but if it had minor issues, most of those houses have tin roof, tin roofs, right? Yeah. And they're made of concrete siding or tin siding. So the ones that were more tinned, yeah, they kind of get hit a little harder. Concrete ones held a little bit more firm. Uh, so and most every property in Puerto Rico is surrounded by a fence, a pretty mm-hmm. high fence, yeah. like a, a privacy fence, basically. So if something were to get blown. And it was to get blown in the air. There's, it's more likely it was probably going to go over it than, I mean, not mm-hmm. like in this country. If you know a trampoline blows through, you know, a neighborhood, it's going to smack a house or a car. But there, everything is fenced in. Okay. Every piece of property has fencing around it almost. And it, and it was, it was uh, from from the damage side of thing. They looked like they had tried to get most of it back, but obviously, okay. if if it was too far from being repaired, they weren't going to to repair it. and They were going to move on. Just move on, kind of tear it down and, mm-hmm. and start, start over. again. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so everything, everything, I guess, was okay with the nursery. You got down there, everything was fine. You were talking about that you were uh, making some seed increase, mm-hmm. hybrid seed increase, or, or inbred seed increase. Both, both. Okay, yeah. so both, yeah. both of those, and then, um, and then, so you were you were also doing some inbred selections. Yes. Did you see anything interesting that you really liked? Oh yeah, there's always things that uh, are kind of neat and quirky when you get down there. Um, you know the uh, we've talked about the starch plus thing uh, yeah. before on this podcast, and I think uh, we're going to get really good seed back on that. Obviously, a seed increase for, for production acres, yeah. uh, as well as making uh, new selections and, and and whatnot out of that. So yeah, that's that that looked excellent down there. Very good leaf structures, very healthy. Yeah. Um. You know we're we're also you know making some reselects on that, restarting it crossing it up with a few other things so we can maybe make it a little earlier and, you know, kind of okay. maybe drag it a little later as well. But uh, overall, I think this is probably one of the better Puerto Ricos that I've ever seen. Really? For the four years that I've done Puerto Rico, uh, this is probably the best. Um, I give credit to the farm down there because they got it in, got the nursery in right before uh, kind of some rains came in. So it got up out of the ground and then it had some good rains. 
Uh, whereas that kind of pushed back other people who are on that farm, yeah. and they got kind of behind that, and they didn't get as as good uh, set up as I guess we did. Um, and I give that to the uh, kind of some providence on that because yeah. I pulled the trigger on Puerto Rico probably earlier than I I would felt comfortable with. Obviously, because right. there was in in October there was obviously some issues with okay. Is this farm going to be yeah, up and running? Right, yeah. Can we even get the seed to the south right. side of the island? Because the port that most of that stuff comes in on is on the north in San Juan. You know, there was a lot of variables that were still a little uneasy for me, but I pulled the trigger on it and uh, went ahead and went along with it. And and I'm very happy that I did. I think, like I said, one of the better Puerto Ricos that I've ever seen uh, nice. down there. So Nice. Good. And so, um, so got some good stuff coming with the inbreds. And that basically go down there and we make selections out of the inbreds and that shortens up how long it takes for us to get a finished yes, inbred. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh that's the focus of winter nurseries is is instead of taking seven generations or eight generations over 8 years, years. we can now do eight generations in 4, four years. years. It takes half the time and yep. and makes our uh selection processes more more efficient, quicker and we can get new products out uh, overall. We're also coupling that with greenhouses. Uh, mm-hmm. There's still the one in Eldred uh, that we're utilizing. Uh, a lot of the hybrid seed makeup is up there. And then we also just got, uh, just built over summer, uh, a new greenhouse here in Southern Illinois, uh, three 30 by 90s, uh, all of which contain 2,160 pots, I think. And that ranges from things of selections to high in, inbred seed increases, hybrid seed yep. increases, new developments, new SOs, everything that uh, that we're doing as well in Puerto Rico. Maybe we didn't get a lot of seed of it. Say I, I pollinated near, we only got uh, you know four kernels back. I can't put that in a row in Puerto Rico because then weed pressure will come up and right. whatnot. So I plant that in the pot in the greenhouse, and we can make sure we get some seed back sure. on that. Hopefully enough that we can put in a row for next year. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, um, so do you have to go back to Puerto Rico, or, or I mean, as far as in your 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 position, or are are you just going to let them harvest, or what what's the deal? So uh, they have uh, the the guidelines on kind of what I'd like for harvest. Um, so I, I necessarily don't need to go back down. Uh, it, it would be good if I did, but again, I have other things that need yeah. to be done around that time yeah. uh, here at the end of January, beginning of February. So uh, I'm going to let them do all of the the. Uh, shelling of that or well harvesting. harvesting I'll do the shelling yeah. of it when it gets back but uh, they'll send it back on the ear and I'll I'll be able to look through the years and say okay I like these these look right you know we'll, we'll move forward with these shell these up and put them in whatever we need yeah to. because when you walk through a nursery you'll 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 basically you'll get a row of inbreds and if you're making selections you'll pull you'll you know you'll pull the husk back and you'll look at the ears and yeah you'll, and you'll pull the ears that you want and just let the let the others the other just, ones just stay just out stay. there so they're going to harvest the whole row and then you'll and then you'll select and, off and that way. where I went through and I cut out plants that I didn't like, that's my selection against the plant. Right. And then when I get the seed back in, then I can select against the seed yeah. out of the best plants that I left. Yeah. So, and so that's kind of a step back from being there yeah. for the whole process that, yeah. that I have to take. Uh, but, you know, I'm still getting that type of selection pressure that I like because I see, actually get to see it 
in the field once yeah. at least, and then I get to see the seed when it gets back and, and make those selections out of that. So, nice. And then if there's, for example, on inbred seed, if there's anything funky that comes back, maybe I have a white cob in what should be a whole red Re- cob row, right, right. right? I can just throw that a year out and I know. You know so. that something, something helped. Some, something happened, right. happened the year prior where the seed got increased the year prior. that Or something got mixed up. Yeah, something got mixed up. So, But sense. yeah, uh, that's that's kind of how the, the step I take back and allow them to kind of finish up the the rest of that growing cycle so cool and yeah. then uh and then sooner or later vosburg will yeah. be down yeah vosburg's got to go down two weeks vosburg yeah the week after so we'll be in canada the week before <laughs> and then get home friday and turn around and go to puerto rico, go to, so go to puerto rico. i imagine like sinus wise i'll probably say, yeah, yeah, be yeah. like a total mess i mean going from as I, I don't i don't know how cold it'll be in canada when we're there but i imagine it'll be um i think fairly cold i don't know what it's supposed to be but it's been it's been cold. Yeah, and it's just going to be eighty degrees. And I mean, Puerto Rico really only adjusts five to ten degrees the whole year round. So, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, I, I told uh, Cullen not to get sunburnt while he was yeah. down there in, for Christmas. So, so back back, what was it like being being down there? You know, right around Christmas time, growing up in Indiana, yeah, yeah. Li- you know, living here in Southern Illinois. I mean, we were we were we were pretty cold, well, and um, then. You guys went when I was gone. You guys were going through like a, a real cold yeah, spell, yeah, and yeah. there was a big uh, snowstorm that kind of ran through, and it kind of messed up a few things for travel and whatnot. But yeah, uh, I think it's a little ridiculous that you in the same day on my way back from Puerto Rico, I could get a sunburn and then yeah. come back to St. Louis and get a frostbite at the same time because right. it was literally right. an 80 de- degree swing yeah. uh, from when I left and when I got back so it's, super, it's awkward to wear a jacket to the airport yeah. and then hurry up and put it like when you get there <laughs> put it in your check bag and then so that way like, because that way when you get back like you don't get off the plane mm-hmm. and realize yeah. that it's 10 degrees or whatever mm-hmm. so it's it can be extremely awkward and like last year I actually almost was stranded uh, because I had not really checked up you know, Scott was out in San Diego, and he called me the night before my flight was to leave and said, you know, have you looked at the weather back home? And, of course, like, no, I hadn't because it's 80 degrees the last week of my life, so no. And, you know, there was a huge ice storm in the Midwest, and I was almost stranded. Uh, I remember getting on my flight in Miami and uh, with no idea of what we were going to do. We couldn't get a car back to southern Illinois, and, I mean, we were basically going to be stranded in St. Louis. And I get off my plane, and I see Scott Harris waiting for me in the lobby at the <laughs> and uh yeah that's and, a scary thought in itself yeah i and, don't know I, I don't know if i want ice storm or scott harris you i know, know what yeah. i mean and, and, I, and they sent toby to come get us so i was like oh goodness yeah we should probably just wait it out but yeah yeah i'm, I'm trying to look up the weather of uh, of where we're going to be in a couple of weeks just yeah. to see just to see what it what it is today and and that's that's going to be fun for you guys because that's going to be a whole nother degree of cold right before you do go someplace yeah. very warm. Yeah. So I'm sure that you will have at least a 90 degree swing. Oh yeah, yep. from going from uh, Canada all the way to a nice oh, balmy. It's not, Puerto it's not Rico. bad. It's not bad there today. No, no, no. It's going to be. 28 degrees there. That's not bad. No. That's really not even jacket weather. No, yeah, but no. what what's it like uh, you know in a few weeks or a um week? that's well it's so it's 50 degrees here today. It's going to be 50 here. Yeah. And we had like a high of 12 at one point last week. So Yeah. We've had so a, quite a big a swing in the Midwest. It looks like by the time we get get there, it's going to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like real cold. Yeah. <laughs> like negative cold or um Slightly positive. Slightly positive cold okay. for like the highs too, you know. So yeah, I mean, 
it was kind of weird here lately in the Midwest with the weather patterns. I mean, now it's swung to a little bit on the warm side for this time of year. Sure. But I mean, last so last Monday or Tuesday, uh, you know, a guy. We took a guy from sales and, and myself went up to Wisconsin. And I mean, it was cold here when we left. It was in the teens. But when we got up there that night to Madison and, and got out of the truck, I mean, it was four degrees. That was real temp. So, I mean, it's wow. we've had a lot of swings in temperature lately. But it's actually, I think it's been a colder winter than we actually have had in the past. Really? I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of agree with that. And, and I think there's also just some big swings that we've had that yeah. are kind of weird. Um, obviously, it was a little later this year than... Than normal, I think that's where we yeah. kind of push back. We, some yeah, harvest it was and it was warm. Yeah. It was warm here until until right before Christmas. Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it, yeah. it was. So it's it was been un, unseasonably warm. It's been pushing yeah. back. I think a little further than than it has been in, in the past. Yep. But yeah, uh, definitely. I think we're gonna we're gonna see like a huge dip here, and then we're just gonna yeah. go like zero. In, in, in the, the last in the last dip we had there, right after the first of the year, we we lost water at our house yeah. for yeah. For a week, a week, almost <laughs> a week. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So yeah, so our uh, yeah, it was we had we had an exposed water line where the where it runs under the creek, and yeah, it was uh, it was was not fun. <laughs> Fingers crossed when we leave for a week. Yeah, I every know. time I leave for a, lo- a extended period of time, something crazy happens. So no doubt. So so speaking of that. You're you're gonna be we're gonna be in Canada. Yep. The next week you will be, I will be in Puerto you'll Rico. be in Puerto Rico. What yep. are you going to Puerto Rico for? So I'm going down to look at uh, some hybrid crosses. They're hybrid crosses that Cullen and Michael had their hands on last year. A lot of them were kind of led by Cullen and, and Kevin and and a little bit of myself, but they were crosses that they made. A lot of them were made um, at Michael Lake's location, and so we took the uh, the seed from that and we shipped it down. And actually, I was there even a little early this year. Um, I don't know when Cullen's nursery was planted, but my my corn was planted the second week of November. So okay. we'll be about 70 days in by the time I get there, 70, 75 by the time I take a look at it. And I'll just take agronomic screening notes and decide, you know, uh, I mean, a hybrid that seems to do well in Puerto Rico usually can stand the test in the U.S., so it's really nice for us to get down there. And we can look at about 20 or 30 hybrids for a pretty, a relatively, you know, low cost, so it's it's totally worth it for so, us. So you'll be looking, you say agronomic characteristics. What what exactly are you looking for? Because so, there won't be an ear on it yet, correct? No, there will not be an ear on it, but you can definitely look at some disease pressures. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, like we said, in Puerto Rico, there's really only a 10-degree swing the whole year. Um, and And so insect life cycles just seem to turn. I mean, there is no, you know, wintering of anything. So uh, so we basically just try to take as best notes as we can. And then there's also, because it's corn nurseries and things like that, there's a lot of leaf disease and things like that we can start looking at. So. So, but you'll also be looking for some phenotypic kind of kind of things yep. too. Does this look like a silage hybrid? Exactly. Yeah. Big, big broad leaves, dark green. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of times we'll test lines that we've tested in the past, so we can see are these things we're seeing time and time again. So. And that's one of the things with Puerto Rico is that, you know, we can theorize. Okay, this inbred A by this yeah. inbred B works. This is what we've been using. We've selling in this bag, and we know that it works. Well, now we can take inbred A, cross it to inbred C, right? And say, okay, we think this is how this is going to work. Okay, let's send it to Puerto Rico. Get an eye on it just to see if it is. And if it doesn't work, we're not going to put it in the XP lineup, right? right? It, right. It, it allows us to make selections on those things before it even gets into the EXP, another step, I guess, right. uh, before we see it once for all the way through its its life cycle. So it just makes that kind of culling down process just a little easier Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. like I said, it's just one of those things that uh, – we can theorize as as long as as much as we want. Yeah, this this 
typically should work and I think we should try it. And so we'll try it. And then if it does work, yeah, we're great. Let's go for it. Let's, let's look at it again and see what happens. Yep. So, uh, yeah, just another, another, like I said, speeding up that research cycle, we can get another, uh, look at hybrids. We can get another look at inbreds, everything that is kind of involved in that. Yeah. I'm also going to charge him to kind of look at the nursery, make sure everything looks good. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I would like to to make yeah, sure that nothing's definitely. like leaning over or we're having root lodge issues, you know, stuff like that. But uh, really, it's watching corn grow. So you're going to charge him, or is he going to charge you? Well, I'm going to charge him. You're going to charge him to I'm go gonna, look at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you fo- are you following? I me understand now? Yeah. <laughs> that type of charge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure that we're you know we're all. On I mean, the same I'm, page. I might I, I, like, I, I might give him twenty bucks to bring back <laughs> like uh, I mean some donkey or something, but <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. But it, the, the good thing about Puerto Rico, too, is that it, we can make as many hand crosses as we want and do that over and over. But for us to see something that we want to move into the EXP lineup, there's more of a jump to that because we obviously need to increase seed stock, you know. So right. that's a time we need to make one last decision or, or even start making decisions because, you know, for us to start increasing seed stock, you know, people think that just we just have EXP seed or experimental yeah. seed. Like we have to go out and make it that, ma- you know, make that and make sure that we can make it successfully to put it on farms in the next year or so yeah. or the year after. I mean, I so, mean, we've come into that so time how, and time how again. So how long are you going to spend down there? I'll be actually down there pretty quick. So I'll, I'll fly in Monday, like Cullen said. It's almost a full day of travel. I mean, I mean it's an eight-hour flight down, and then, you know, you've got two and two and at least two hours, I think, from San Juan down to Ponce. Um, and then Ponce is no. actually not where our plot is. We're actually in uh, San Isabel, yeah. which is another 30 minutes from Ponce, basically, so uh, give or take. Um, so Monday will be my travel day. So, but you won't stay in Ponce. I will stay in. Oh, okay. I will. I don't think Cullen did this I, year. I didn't. I stayed over in Guayania. Yeah, is that right? Guayania. That sounds about right. Costa Bahia Hotel. Yeah. It was another. It was an hour away from the the, the location. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, that was because one, it was Christmas times, and everybody and their brother likes to run the hotels because there's casinos attached to them, and yeah. that's why Christmas and all that I couldn't okay. get get okay. places to stay. Yeah. And then obviously FEMA people and Army Corps of Engineers, right. they're all. Looking yeah. up those for the time being, and yeah. I understand that. And there's, there's no need to to kind of get up in arms about no, 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 no hotel room, right? Well, right. There was also kind of an influx of people too, because we got an email around the first part of December, basically saying that like, you know, some of the FEMA rooms were becoming available after the first of the mm-hmm. year. A lot of the hotels. So when I got on after the first of the year, I mean, you could just see rooms being booked like mm-hmm. live. I mean, it was happening so quick because a lot of the agricultural guys who usually come in late November all through December were, were now pushed to January, yeah. you know? Because in, in the past, actually, so the first year I went to Puerto Rico, we didn't make it down until the first week of February. Cullen and I went around the first of the year last year, and then mm-hmm. this year it was even earlier. So, you know, as those guys, and, and that's kind of the cool thing, and, and it sounds like that's what Cullen saw, but so agriculture plays a huge part on the island. Yes. You know, not just for, for U.S. companies that grow corn and soybeans and whatnot in their testing procedures, but also, like, so there is a large papaya population on mm-hmm. the island. Like, a, a large portion of the papaya in this country is actually grown large in Puerto Large papaya population. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a tongue. It is, but it it really is. I mean, it (laughs) is. Papaya population. It is. There's a cool story behind off of it. I I always tell this, like, fun fact story about, like, papaya GMOs and how it saved the strain and things like that. And and Cullen knows a little bit more background. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, there there are parts of the agricultural industry there that that are big in the U.S., you know, not just for the country. So it's going to be cool to be down there and see how they've kind of rebounded. Definitely. Definitely. Well, that'll be good. That'll be good. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in, yeah. and um, 
you know, tell me kind of a little bit about what's going on there in Puerto Rico and, and what your kind of thoughts are. Um, so we, we had a podcast earlier, um, and uh, we had the accounting girls in, and that was actually a lot of fun, by the way. And uh, believe it or not, oh, believe yeah. it or not. And, um, and so we were talking about 2018. So are any, any big changes coming to the Vosburg household 2018? Any, any, big expect, any big expectations? Any big... I, no, I, oh, I, I just mean, like, I, what, what do you... I mean, are, I mean... I mean, so, like, I, I'm going to be 30 in, like, less than a week. Okay. So I, I'm now using that as a, as a time to just purchase a ton of hunting equipment and chalking it up to, like, an early midlife crisis. But, I mean, other than that, no. Uh-uh. There's nothing new about that. There's really not. No, no, like, yeah. Not. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I mean, other than that, no, 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 no. Your season ends this weekend. Yeah. I'm hoping to maybe hunt one more time. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, we're just going to start talking turkeys, basically. Okay. That, make, that makes sense. But there are no, uh. No, I just, I didn't, I didn't know, like, <laughs> we're going to buy a new car. I'm, you know, we're going to, you know, Grayson's going to get a little brother. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't, I didn't Goodness. know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just wondering. No, no. I, I can, that, Let's talk in 2019. We'll talk in 2019. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't 2019 know. 2019 looks, yeah. looks promising. You know, I mean, 2018 know, looks... We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna build a deck on the house. I, I'm just looking. I don't... I mean, it wasn't... Well, if you... we build a deck on the house, you're you're building a deck on my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like either my father-in-law or Mark gets a phone call like <laughs> at least once a month. Like, hey, I uh, got in over my head on this project. And, uh, <laughs> It's okay. We got yeah. it. We we, so, we got you. We yep. got you. So hey, I just didn't know. I didn't you, know. You don't even have to ask me that question. I got a dog. I, no, I got a dog, I, I and then now I got a cat that's you, doing all the mousing but for you're, me. But you're talking about buying a tractor? Uh, yeah. I guess that's true. I didn't think about buying a tractor. So you're talking about buying a tractor? Mm-hmm. You know? I, so I, I mean, I already did just buy a Phil Colvator. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get you don't even have a tractor to go with it. doesn't even have a tractor yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm go buy me some implements, boys. <laughs> like, there are, you're yeah. supposed to build the fence before yeah. you get the cows. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's quite true, but yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I guess that would be like a, a fairly good change. Yeah, just have your own tractor. I just I didn't, you know. I mean, I, I'm just asking a question. Everybody gets all freaked out. Like, well, I mean, because like, I'm not getting married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Foster's like, we're not having kids. I'm like, I'm not even talking. About yeah. this guy. It's, I'm just I was wondering if there's something new coming in 2018. You know what I mean? We're gonna clear some ground at the house. Are you guys I, gonna buy cows? We're we're gonna clear ground and build fence. And so, probably, so you're gonna buy cows. Yeah, buy the cows. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're not buying the cultivator before we get the tractor. Yeah, so, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna clear we're gonna clear some ground. We're gonna build fence. I want to see. Uh, uh, we got to redo the we got to redo the the deck around the pool. I need to see yeah. see Gus putting fence in. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. I I'm not sure how that's gonna all work yet you know, <laughs> because. I, I I don't know if I've told this story on on podcast or not, but we we, we did we put a little we have a little kitchen garden right at mm-hmm. kind of in the backyard and we we put a fence around it and so we just went we just went up uh, and we got a little cedar ridge and and so we we cut some cedar trees for for posts you know and so he and I we we got in the uh, we got on the ATV and had the trailer and and we went down and we we I, I laid two of them down and handed him his little boys his his little boys axe and I said okay we're gonna limb these trees and. And so I grab my axe and I limb my tree, and he gets about three limbs in. I'm done. And he looks over at me. He goes, "Dad, you didn't do that right." Like, what do you mean I didn't do that right? Like, you know. And he's like, "You." And he, he gives me the the two fingers. Now, Dad, what you need? And I'm like, "Look, as soon as you get yours 
trimmed up faster than me. We can talk about who did it right. <laughs> One of these days, he's going to be lots of help. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can't imagine what, what building fence is really going to be like uh, w- with him uh, this year. But we'll... Um, Maybe we could get the marketing guys to make a video. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys building fence? Oh yeah. So anyway, so yeah. No, that's that's all. But I appreciate you guys coming in, and um, and so uh, you know we'll be traveling together in a couple of weeks, and yep. be careful going to Puerto Rico, and so uh, have have fun in the greenhouse. Oh, yeah, will do. No, nice, will. nice, good deal. Hey, you guys out there listening, we appreciate you joining us today, and we appreciate you listening in. And um, as always, um, you know, you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on uh, Facebook, and uh, at always at seedcorn.com. Thanks for joining us, guys.